PlayStation VR 2 is cheap. PlayStation Plus subscriber count is down though. God of War Ragnarok is upcoming. AMD own Nvidia. And YouTube's failed at getting Twitch streamers to move to YouTube. It's all coming up. Episode 1 of 2022. Can you believe it? I feel embarrassed. Welcome to the Vodcast podcast available for your eyes and your ears via Apple, Spotify, I don't even know what Overcast is, Amazon, Heart Radio, I don't know what that is, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Stitcher, we're everywhere, and YouTube Podcasts as well, because YouTube Podcasting is a thing as well now, so yeah, watch and listen to us on all those platforms, follow, share, subscribe, do all the things that people do when they like things that makes their ears and eyes feel pleasurable. That sounds kind of wrong. MD have finally thrown their hat into the graphics card market once again with their answer to the Nvidia's 4090 and 4080, was it 4082, 4081, yeah, anyway, as you know, if you've been uh, watching the channel recently, you know that we have acquired a 4090 ourselves, no, the house isn't burnt down yet, but uh, you might want to check out some of the videos that's there that gives you some uh, idea of what you get for that kind of money, but to be fair, really and truly, AMD have in my opinion, they've kind of owned NVIDIA with this uh, presentation. It was, a, it was a good presentation there, especially with uh, little moments like, um, well, like this one. There is no need to rebuild your desktop, no need to upgrade your case, and there's no need for a new power adapter. Yep. We made it as easy as pulling out your old card and putting in a new one. Yeah, that 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 kind of hurt. That kind of hurt AMD. Wow, it reminded me of the moment where uh, PlayStation decided to show you how uh, to trade video games on the uh, PlayStation Four. This is how you share your games on PS4. Thanks. PlayStation. It was that kind of mic drop moment. It was um, yeah, it was pretty pretty rough. So yeah, you know give it to AMD uh, as long as the benchmarks uh, work out correct I think this is probably the one you should probably go for um, even as a 4090 owner I feel like this is um, this is definitely more cost effective more cost friendly interestingly though our poll that's on the community tab if you haven't checked that out you should go into the poll and put your vote in as well at the moment it's got some interesting results as far as the options that are available there between this Nvidia's offering and other options. So check that out and throw your hat into the the voting and what have you. But yeah, that was a good moment. The pricing is much more competitive with the average of the uh, 4090 being 2000 roughly $2,000. This one, the highest end one, the X, uh, was it XT, XRT, XTR, is literally $1,000. So it's, it's, it's really, really cheap. Um, compared to NVIDIA's, which we expected anyway, because um, I ever, I am a big fan of AMD's processors. I always use AMD processors in my builds and uh, I have like a Ryzen something or other in there. I forget which one it is, 5,900 or something like that? Or is that a graphics card? But um, they're always cheaper. They've been cheaper than um, Intel for a while. So even when Intel's maybe a little bit faster sometimes, why have you by 10% or something like that? But it's like, who cares, right? It's when I get that. Get that saving usually so i'm a big fan of their uh, consumer focused attitude and what have you and i would love to get my hands on the amd in december 13th 
uh, graphics cards. This is putting the other streaming machine, see how it performs and what have you for you guys, make some videos and what have you. And it's way more affordable, so I don't know, maybe, you know, if I can sell enough uh, merch, maybe sell some um, Amazon Don uh, Tornberry links, maybe, or people can buy some hats or something, maybe I could uh, get that for you and then see what it's saying. But you know what? Well done, AMD. Well done. That burns. That burns, if you'll excuse the pun. Burns. Adapters. 4090. Oh. Rory, there will be no spoilers, because I haven't finished it yet myself. But God of War. God of War? God of War, Ragnarok. God of War, boy. Ragnarok is coming out in what? It is now. This is recording the 5th. And I believe it releases the 9th. There's Sunday. Uh, yeah, a few days anyway. And, uh... I want to know what you guys are thinking, what you guys are thinking about. Are you excited? Have you played any God of War games? Do you care? Which version are you going for? Do you still require a PlayStation 5 and will you be getting a bundled PlayStation 5 with God of War Ragnarok combined into one, which will almost definitely be a voucher code because even the collector's edition doesn't even have a disc. What do you guys think about the collector's editions of games not having an actual physical disc with it? I feel like they should have a disc and a voucher. You know, that can be like maybe entwined with the disc or something, but I feel like you should have at least both and not be not. I just feel like a physical edition just needs a disc. It needs a disc. I don't understand you just getting a voucher and that's it, especially when the actual editions we're talking about in this case, looking here at my browser as I do, because I can't seem to capture the browser for some reason. So I was probably super opposed it if I can bother. But again, this is a podcast as well as a podcast, so you should be listening more than watching, but maybe you're watching both. I don't know. But the uh, collector's edition is £180 UK money. It's about, what, $200, $210? And it includes a massive replica hammer, a massive box that you'll have to find space to pull it in. It's the uh, Keeper's Shrine knowledge, Keeper's Shrine box thing. You get like a steel case that's useless because there's no disc. You also get uh, some cool carvings and some cool dice. Now, the dice is different in the Yonta, 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 Yonta version which is 230 pounds, which is about 260, 270 dollars, I'd say. And uh, hold up. <sighs> Interruptions. Okay, what was I saying? So this version of the, the uh, God of War Collector's Edition has also the hammer, same design, but you also get like a map and you get like, what is that? Some some pins to put on your clothes so you can look really cool. You get a vinyl album as well because everyone's got uh, vinyl players, obviously. Um, how many of you guys even know what a vinyl album is? You guys are too young for that. Get out of here. And, uh, yeah, that's it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And you get all of the deluxe edition stuff. Me, personally, I went with the digital deluxe edition, as I did with the previous God of War, because I'm a big fan of uh, God of War, Santa Monica, and all those guys that make all of the uh, God of War games. We went through all of the God of War games, and they're all available, uncut, on the YouTubes. So if you want to see me going and all that kind of stuff, then you can see that. In fact, speaking of which, I'm actually cooking up some uploads uh, for the rest of the gameplay of the 2018 version that is taking forever to process because you should never upload six hour video on YouTube. Don't ever do it when you're on 30 megabytes upload. Don't do it. It's foolish. It takes forever. It's still not process HD. I'm trying to create another version that might work better and quicker. 
and I'm trying to make a whole bunch of shorts to kind of maybe get some drum up some interest for gameplay stuff because gameplay stuff is hard people only want you for your body when it comes to YouTube body being reviews and, and how to do stuff and, and, and like how to get more frames per second and they just, they, just, they just want you for your body they don't want you for your mind I don't know I'm, give up let me know what you're doing doing with God of War and what version you're getting <sighs> now speaking of Sony's PlayStation VR 2 what about this subscriber count being down to its PlayStation Plus service since the revamp? According to uh, the Eurogamer article here, it's actually sold 25 million PS5 consoles, which is hard to believe considering how much scalping there was going on just previously. But the numbers are down by 2 million since the revamp. So if you're not aware, the revamp is like there's a whole bunch of classic games that you can play now. And what's interesting about the classic games on the the PlayStation, new PlayStation service as plus its goals anyway is that you can actually like do things like rewind save and load and so forth so you could play something like Resident Evil for instance the classic one and be able to effectively save scum it's pretty cool a lot of people that are you know <clears throat> pirates <clears throat> and stuff would say hey look I can do that in my emulator I don't care but we don't do that here we're about official legal methods of play for maximum sponsorship monetization effect and we like to do the right thing because we're good people. So we don't include emulation. I just noticed something weird on my uh, screen here. Hold up. Okay, it is gone. I think it was in all the other cuts though. So if you see like a weird square at the top, it will be top, your top left. Uh, just don't watch that. It was never there. So yeah, I think maybe the numbers are down because COVID is over. I think when the COVID was at its height, all of the uh, games consoles and gaming services were seeing an increase because obviously people need things to do indoors and when you're stuck indoors there's nothing better than a, than a good video game but uh, obviously with the covid now calm down everyone's more inclined to be IRL streamers than the uh, gaming streamers these days because it's more outdoor friendly that could be a reason what do you guys think the reason is for the subscriber count being down since the revamp I mean we've even got PlayStation stars now right these virtual trophy thingy-majiggies. Can you actually see those anywhere else other than on the phone app at the moment? It needs some work, it does. But yeah, what's your thoughts on the new revamp PlayStation? Do you think Game Pass is still superior? Um, what things would you like to see added to it? What do you think is missing? And why do you think the numbers are down, at least as of 1st of November, as this article is dated? That's what I think, though. Probably COVID, probably Game Pass. Between those two, probably. Share your thoughts. Okay, so the PlayStation VR 2 has been officially announced fully with a price now. And it's pretty cheap. Well, no, not really, because it's actually more money than the PlayStation 5 Digital Edition is. Launching at £530, that's a, what, roughly about $600? somewhere. that. First of all, what do you guys think? Is it too expensive? I mean, it is 4K, 4K in each eye. It's getting great reviews as far as the kind of the pre-reviews from everyone that has actually experienced it and used it. Um, I'm definitely trying to get one. Did you also, by any chance, get an email about being able to register your interest or whatever? Actually, I got the email to actually buy one on the 10th of November, I think it was. 
So let me know if you got that and let me know if you're actually going to pre-order Ivy. In fact, we actually have a community post that asks about that, that needs some love and attention. So if you could go and check that out, that'd be amazing. Put your vote in, maybe leave a comment. So yeah, are you going to be getting the PlayStation VR 2? Have you got the PlayStation VR 1? What do you think of VR generally? Do you think it's too much money for £530? Was you hoping that it'd be cheaper? I was expecting it to be maybe a little bit less. But then when I kept hearing the specs about 4K on the eyes and how impressive all the people that have tried it have said it's been, I was like, this is going to be expensive. And I had a feeling that it was going to be like 500 or something like that. So 530 wasn't surprising, but I was like, oh man, oh my wallet, please. So I want to get it. I have been privileged with the email to give me exclusive access to spend money at PlayStation Direct for, um, you know, for pre-order as it releases, I believe, January 23rd, I think it is. And so, yeah, that's that's the PlayStation VR going on. And the thing is, as well, I believe there's also some bundles that you can get as well. So, I mean, if you are going to get it, what bundles will you be going with? Will you be going with uh, the Horizon uh, VR game bundle? Uh, is there any specific games that you're looking forward to as far as the VR 2 goes? I mean, I, I can say that it's definitely a step up from the version 1 of PlayStation VR. So I can understand why the price is the way it is. But, um, man, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, 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 it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. So, yeah, do share your thoughts. Let me know which one you're getting. Let me know if you got that email. Let me know what you think of the price. And, um, yeah. It's PlayStation VR 2, baby. It's a brave new world of headsets and sweating while virtually trying to touch things that aren't there. All right. So let's talk about YouTube versus Twitch for a moment, or rather YouTube's attempts to bring people from Twitch, streamers from Twitch, to YouTube. I want to say I think it's been a complete and utter failure as far as people actually go in from Twitch to stream to YouTube instead. Now, if you don't know, I mean, how would you not know? If you don't know, you're probably, probably not interested in it. You should be interested, maybe, if you are even remotely interested in gaming and, and, and other things to do with content creation and so forth. There's been, at least until Twitch did a certain thing, there's been a whole bunch of people getting a whole bunch of money to go and do the same thing on the platform that does it worst than the other platform they were doing on that does it better. That's basically the short of it. Basically, as they call it in America, getting the bag, which I want to say right now, if YouTube was offering me a bunch of money to go from streaming on Twitch to YouTube, I'm going to take the money. I, like, I ain't trying to diss anybody that's took money to do that. Everybody I recommend, if you get offered money to go from the Twitch to the YouTubes, irrespective of its state, that is like five, was it seven, six figures, whatever, take it. Just take it. Unless you're rich already and you don't really need it and you've got other considerations, take it. Don't worry about any judgment or nothing. It's not a sin. Take the money and go. I would as well. But my point is that if the goal of paying these people to move over to YouTube to do the thing that it does, it, that it does worse, in my opinion, than any of the other things it does, then it's been a complete and utter failure. There's loads of people that are making lots of bag gaining lots of subscribers, doing lots of content on YouTube. Pretty much on Twitch. Sometimes for good reason, but they're kind of like making out like it's been this massive success. Everybody's moving over. Everybody's not moving over. 
There's not a single person in my follow list of like, I think about 30 to 50 people on Twitch that I know of that has moved to YouTube. Not a single one of them. They talk about different things that have happened, but none of them have actually moved over. In fact, they're doubling down or tripling down on their Twitch, to be fair. And, you know, Twitch has done some things that has made the platform better for people that are already committed in there, to be fair. You know, shout outs are a little bit better, little touches here and there. Chat is a little bit easier to manage, it's better. The community link in the uh, kind of shared streaming, guest stream thing and all that kind of stuff. They're doing stuff to kind of hit their swagger still and what have you as far as making the core platform well. And people have been predicting the death of Twitch since the beginning of time. And a lot of people ain't admitted that they've been completely wrong because they've been saying it for a couple of years now and ain't gone anywhere. Now, you know, I think that most people were on 50% splits anyway. I think that's one of the reasons why nobody has moved because it doesn't really make a difference for them you know and i think with youtube and twitch as far as live streaming exclusively i don't think people really trust it and um, i don't even really trust it for just streaming to be honest with you i think that it's kind of like you know um it's kind of like uh, i think that it's much more sensible to unless you've got a certain amount of numbers on youtube and you're doing a certain amount of performance and you're doing certain kinds of things it seems to be more sensible to just use it to promote other things like your twitch or what have you because if it comes to anything like actual, um, what's the word, collaboration or what have you, you know, you feel like the whole IRL travel community is on, on Twitch. It doesn't feel like there's anything like that on YouTube. YouTube doesn't have the categories that it needs. You know, it needs a, a retro category. That's my kind of main category. It needs like a more category depth. It needs an actual listing, you know, of what is going on in the world of live what they have already people say it has that already integer. it doesn't really have it already come on guys it's, it's fiddly it's not really the same thing if you go in that live thing it's really confusing it's really goofy it's really weird it feels like an afterthought it hasn't been touched in ages it hasn't developed in ages youtube spent way more time on shorts which makes sense than they have live i think live really when you look at the way twitch is right now and just trying to not hemorrhage money i feel like you're always losing money when it comes to live platform and then that dude that's going to do a live platform was it Trainwrecks or whatever man I think that guy's going to be so broke if he does anything like Twitch because live is just expensive it just you just don't make money off of it you make money off of everything else you do to supplement it and I don't think YouTube really wants too many people streaming because it's costing money so I don't think they really want to encourage it like that and it certainly hasn't had the attention that short content has had in the last few years it's been kind of a backbone of that interface that dashboard hasn't changed at all they hide dislike buttons to help your mental health, but yet they don't hide the view count for when you're streaming on their platform. You can't add that option. That's really going to help people's mental health, apparently. So there's a lot of, you know, it hasn't had any love in a long, long time. I think that it's been a complete and utter failure. They've given people money for free, basically. All of a sudden, given a bit of exposure to YouTube, but nobody has moved over that I know. How many of your people that you follow on Twitch, unless they got serious bag, has moved over? to youtube to stream exclusively at best some people have opened up channels on youtube maybe that they didn't have before people are thinking about a content strategy of some kind but they are streaming on twitch even people that have hundreds of thousands of subscribers that i know of are literally streaming on twitch with less than 100 people because they just don't believe in youtube for streaming or they want to separate the content and maybe that will change as they separate that and they have the tabs now which is great where the content is more segmented and what have you and maybe that will change but right now all that people, all those people they paid for, really it just rolls your eyes, right? Because this is this just done nothing as far as convincing people that YouTube is a place to stream. 
because it's just, you know, it's just not. And then they can create a normal page, even if it's a Kingmaker page, that allows people to actually just see what's going on. It doesn't have to actually interact with algorithms. Just give people a basic listing thing and see where your connections are. You can kind of look in there and say, okay, I need to collaborate with this person. I need to rate this person, that person, so that I can do Because that's how people grow, pretty much through people. And it's just not an option on YouTube, really, I don't think, um, in the same way that you can with Twitch. It doesn't have the casual happiness that you can have with Twitch, even with all these problems. So let me know what you guys think. Do you think that it's been a success buying all these people for millions of dollars? Has it made people move over, really, to to YouTube to stream? Or do you think that streaming on YouTube is still, for specific things, if you want to like, teach people something, or you've got some kind of specific angle that triggers the algorithm, it's otherwise useless as far as like people connections and kind of raid host raid host well it's not a host anymore but you know what I mean raid and grow it's not really a raid and grow option with YouTube and yet it feels much more stuffy and that interface is horrible and so forth and you know it's just yeah anyway run over time on that let me know your thoughts mm -hmm.